Have you ever wondered how to land a UX design internship at Meta? Well, today we're going to try to answer exactly that. What's up, everybody? I'm Guo, and you're listening to the Not Just Pixel Show. There's a lot to learn as a designer. So in this show, I sit down with design professionals to understand how to grow as a designer and help you get that UX design internship or job. Let's get into it. In today's episode, I talked to three incoming design interns at Meta. I asked them a series of questions about their application process, preparation, and tips for future applicants. Personally, I took a lot of notes, and I hope these will help whoever is interested in applying to Meta in the future. So starting with the first question, what was your application process like? Yeah, so my application process at Meta was definitely a very long one. this past fall, it was my actual like fourth time applying to the company um, and second time making it to the final interview. So I guess just to be brief, um, the past fall, essentially a recruiter reached out to me um, via email. We had a phone screening interview where we kind of talked about um, the typical behavioral questions. And then I went on to the final interview that's commonly known for Meta, which is a back-to-back um, portfolio presentation and app critique with two different product designers. And after that, I received an offer. That was Mira, a junior at Georgia Tech who runs a lifestyle and design YouTube channel called Made by Mira. Now, applying for four times, that's dedication and hard work right there. And now we get a good sense of what the application process is like. On to the next topic, preparation. So personally, I did my due diligence, and it seems like if you want to apply to Meta as a design intern, you have to know their six pillars. They're split into three hard skills, which are visual design, interaction design, and product thinking, and three soft skills, which are proactivity, intentionality, and self-awareness. So after knowing this, how do you actually prepare for it? I made sure that I followed every checklist that they had on their uh, this and I actually applied very early which was in August itself and I got a call back in September so at that point uh, they have a lot of Q&A's as well where product designers answer your questions and uh, you know what all they look in applicants so I made sure I even sat in those Q&A's. So that was Parth, a master's student studying information management at University of Washington. So it seems like for Meta you really need to apply early And for every step of the process, you need to try to demonstrate the six pillars. Now onto the specifics. What was the recruiting screening like? Essentially for the recruiting screen, it was pretty casual, kind of just going over the main questions that you usually get asked, like what my previous experience was or like why I wanted to work at the company. I see. So it seems like a pretty standard recruiter screening. Then what happens after you pass that recruiter screening? So after the recruiting screening with the recruiter and you get the invitation to the final interview, you'll have a phone call with the recruiter and they'll go over the app critique and the portfolio presentation and answer any questions you have. And from between then and your actual final interview, if you want, you can schedule a call and run by some questions. Some recruiters even like allow you to like give them a brief run through of your presentation, although I didn't do that, but definitely their recruiters are pretty approachable. So if you have questions on like the app critiques or the presentations, they're willing to talk to you about them. I love how the recruiters are readily available for applicants to ask any questions or prep for the final interviews. 
Now, in case you forgot, aside from the initial recruiting screening that we just went through, Meta has a final interview round that consists of an applicate and also a portfolio presentation. So let's dive into each of those. So first off, how did you prepare for the app critique? Yeah, for the app critique, it was, um, <laughs> it was literally me going through like all the apps on my phones, and I would like literally mumble to myself for like thirty minutes about an app, and then just ramble on as much as I could. Um, and it, you seem kind of like weird at first because like my roommate was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> it's just like I was literally just talking to my phone, but I think that was really helpful and just kind of getting. All the information out of and kind of like kind of like word barfing everything I could, um, and that kind of really helped me. And even if like you don't necessarily like get the app that like you were studying for or like preparing for, it still really helps you and your like your stamina because you have to talk about it for a very long time. So being able to pick out little details, um, like both visually and just in from like a kind of like a business perspective of what that app is like in the current market. And, talking about like all those things just helps bring out all those details. So that was Hannah, a junior at Boston University studying graphic design and computer science. And I mean, it all worked out in the end, so it works, right? So now let's hear about how Parth prepared for his app critique. So for the app critique, you have to again make sure that you cover the six pillars uh, that there are. And it's usually like, you know, the, the designer asks you that, you know, how like let's just select an app you mutually select an app and you start critiquing it and one thing that i made sure was i practiced a lot of apps that you know i had like six different apps that i was like okay if these six come i'm going to nail them and i i was also prepared that if in case there was a random app i should have a general structure about it so that's how i prepared for the app critique and i made use of adp list big time like I used to connect with designers and ask them that, hey, I want to do an app critique and can we go about it? And yeah, that's that's how I prepared for the app critique. Honestly, ADP is such a godsend for young designers. And if you don't know what ADP list is, it's an amazing platform where you can book calls with industry professionals. So I sure can't agree more about that. Now let's talk about the portfolio presentation. So how do you select your projects for your presentation? I think it's just two projects that you feel confident about presenting and you feel good about your work that was done. Um, it can be the entire process or it can be a certain part, um, but just having two projects that you're able to confidently um, explain your design decisions around. I honestly think it's good to have a couple projects that are different. So one is you worked on a team and another is you worked by yourself, or maybe one was more research focused and one was more visual focused. I honestly think having like a variety in your projects is a good thing because your interviewer can kind of see um, a range of your skills. So I think it ultimately depends on, on everyone and it's pretty subjective, but just projects you feel good about and confident about presenting. So to reiterate Mira's point, showcase projects that you're confident in sharing and have some variety in the projects you show. Love that. Now, are there any tips when presenting one distinction in their case study presentation is that they want to see metrics. They want to see how whatever work you've done, how does that impact the business? And you have to make sure that you cover in some way as much as you can about your business or metric impacts. So that's one thing that I made sure that I cover in my presentations. 
and second was the learnings that you have most of the i think this is a general pattern but in most of the uh, case study presentations they ask uh, soft skill questions like okay so if you work with a product manager how how was your relationship with them uh, how did you how did you solve certain disagreements that you had so i think these were some small other things that i made sure that i covered but facebook provides a comprehensive checklist and if you just follow it regularly i think you're in love these two points i think especially data metrics are often overlooked by designers so i love that part pointing out the importance of metrics and also the business so now on to the next question what do you think meta looks for in design interns yeah i think anyone who could really look at product design in like a holistic context so like not just um like of course designing is important because it's product design but being able to look at the products you're building from like a business perspective um as well as just from like of course the user's perspective and being able to kind of understand how a product is going to work in the real world so understanding like the market of whatever you're like sending your product off to is like looking at competition um and of course doing all like the user research so really all the aspects that go into building a product um and how it's going to live in the real world and understanding how it's going to live in the real world i think that is a really un- important understanding that um candidates should have completely agree with that i think as designers it's important to not just think about making something pretty but we also need to start thinking about the other facets so making a product the business side of things the market and more So lastly, what are some tips or advices you can give to designers who want to apply to Meta as a design intern in the future? One thing that I would make sure is that get your portfolio sorted in June itself uh of the like one year before your internship actually begins. Make sure that your portfolio is completed and apply by August. So I think Facebook and Figma, these are the two companies that start very early for their summer internships and uh, yeah like apply as soon as possible and it's it's up to an applicant whether they want to take a referral approach or whether they want to apply via the application link i think both of them work absolutely love how specific the tips are so you heard parth say it no matter what your application strategy get your portfolio sorted by june of the year before your start date and apply in August. Now let's hear what the other incoming design intern shared. I think it could be very obviously intimidating <laughs> to apply to um any like big company any tech big tech company but um first of all one advice is just to like do it like it doesn't <laughs> like it doesn't matter like how underqualified you think you are like just put your resume in their in their like database or whatever and and continue newly like just try to build up your confidence by applying to these any you know big tech company and also just to get as much experience as possible which i think is a very general piece of advice but like i don't think you need to have like this huge like really cool like prior internship or like these like award winning like you know projects or anything to you know be able to even interview at these companies like even if it's just making like your own case study but making it really really thorough and putting a lot of time and effort into it um or like doing a designathon or making a project with friends like it doesn't really matter like what it is but just continuously like push yourself to make little projects and then that's going to build up your confidence i think what hana said here is so important in terms of the mindset so never underestimate yourself and create your own learning opportunity by doing side or passion projects that can showcase your thinking as a designer 
And finally, let's hear what Mira has to share to future design applicants. I mean, that was me only a couple months ago and for the past couple of years. So I can totally like resonate with whoever that person is right now. Um, I do have a video all about like the tips and advice that I'm about to give. So if you want like more in-depth explanations, feel free to go look at that. Um, But I think I have a couple main points of advice that I wish I knew before like going into product design or even approaching the recruiting process. I think the first thing is just knowing that there's so many factors in the recruiting process, Um, luck, um, preparedness, just your environment. So don't be hard on yourself. with like rejections or not hearing back. Like I mentioned, I was rejected three times from Meta before I received an offer. Um, And also, even though I received this offer, I was rejected by a ton of other companies this past season. So you really only need one yes. So I know it's hard, but try not to get too discouraged with that. I guess for actual applicant tips and just recruiting, I think quality is always better than quantity for projects. I used to rush through projects with the intent to put them on my portfolio as fast as I could, but because I rushed through them, I ended up not being happy with them and scrapped them at the end. So just really focus on having two solid projects, maybe three, because most likely in presentations, you'll be asked to present two projects. I think also um, finding a community of other designers, whether it be design students at your school or design students online, Um, Also, there's a ton of designers on LinkedIn and mentoring sites that can offer you feedback and help you get into the industry. Um, I think another thing is just going into the interview, trying to be like confident and enthusiastic. I know it can be super nervous Um, in the beginning. I'm definitely an introvert, so it took me some time and a few trial runs to really be really friendly with everyone and try to calm my nerves down. But I think that definitely helps you go in more level-headed um, and I think one of the last things is just like remembering that we're all still students so you don't have to be the best designer out there to land an internship even at these top companies um, I definitely consider myself to have like a weaker spot in visual design um, and was always really intimidated by looking at other students portfolios but I definitely think that resourcefulness and being willing to learn goes a long way so just approaching the recruiting process very strategically can really help improve your chances and then I guess my last tip is just like focus on telling your story and what skills or experiences give you a different perspective as a designer I think it's amazing how so many people of different backgrounds and majors can go into product design. And while you may be frustrated that maybe your school doesn't offer a UX design degree or class, there's definitely ways you can leverage your background into how it makes you a better designer and why they should hire you. Recruiting sure is a long and winding path. So be strategic, tell your story, and don't be so hard on yourself. There's so many external factors that you cannot control. And if you're applying, I know you got this. And if you're still listening to this point, you're a superstar. So here's a bonus section where Parth shares his unique application approach. And maybe you can apply this to your next application process. So I started my summer internship process way back in June last year, actually. And one thing that I decided was that I am not going to apply to like 200 uh, companies and just cold apply on their application links. Uh, I took this approach of making sure that 
I ask for referrals or I have a referral for any company that I apply to. And I think that really worked for me uh, because it, it actually helps you expand your network as well on LinkedIn or on ADP list or whichever website you use for networking. Uh, so even if you don't get a call back, you at least have your network actually grows as compared to applying via their application link. Like no doubt, even the application link is where these companies get a lot of applicants, but that's, that's a process that I followed. My undergrad senior actually referred me for the role and that's how I got a call back from Meta and yeah, that's, that's how then Kings uh, things kicked off. I love that non-traditional application strategy. And to be honest, this was also the strategy I use to apply for internships. So definitely second that. And with that in mind, that's the first ever episode of the How to Land a UX Design Internship series. I hope that you got something valuable out of this one. And to whoever is applying right now, you got this. Hey there, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate your time. And again, before we say goodbye, my name is Guo, and you've just listened to the Not Just Pixel Show, and I'll see you in the next episode.